Welcome to the Dance to Oneness podcast. My name is Amy Shine, and I'm inviting you to discover and explore the many different paths to more possibilities. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dance to Oneness podcast. We're at episode 27, and I have a special guest today, Heather Karen Nicholas. Um, for those of you who don't know Heather, she is um, an access consciousness facilitator for many years, actually. She's one of the oldies but goldies. <laughs> been around a while. Um, Heather is, uh, I know she's a joy business facilitator. She loves yeah. talking about business, but she also loves talking about bodies. And yeah. she does a lot around embodiment and movement. And she does, she's also an X-Men facilitator. Yeah. So um, she's a great person to talk about when your psychic abilities have gone through the roof or <laughs> you're picking up on all the insanity of the world and you feel like you're going crazy or your empath, your empathic abilities are turning into uh, a curse rather than a gift. So, totally. <laughs> welcome, Heather. I know nothing about that, yeah. any of that. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> so I noticed that um, you just started uh, Who Does This Belong To Challenge? Um, and I'd wanted to ask you on in a way, and I was like, actually, you know what? Who Does This Belong To? I've never actually done an episode on it. Yeah, cool. And it's Funny, this question actually was the first question I found when I found Access Consciousness Tools. Like, mm. I hadn't even had my bars run, and my friend Rachel O'Brien had said to me, you know, Amy, what's all this stuff you're carrying on your back? You know, I was just like, I was just like suffering and struggling through life and good one day and an emotional wreck the next day. And one day I'd be happy, the next day I'd be on the floor crying. And, um, and I said, I, I mean, I don't know, like it's, and she said, is it yours? And I was like, no, like I knew, I knew right away, like it wasn't, you know? And she was like, and I, and I knew that I'd been, I just had a sense that I was carrying a lot of trauma and grief from people I cared about. She was like, Amy, you can return it to sender. Like you can let it go. You don't have to keep taking on other people's sadness. And I was like, what? Like, and, and I, but I also didn't want to, like, I'm like, but I don't want other, like I was carrying people I cared about. I was carrying their sadness because I wanted them to be happy, but I never knew that they didn't want that. Yeah. And that was the first time I heard this question, like who does this belong to and return to sender? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. And it, it's funny because it's one of those tools that I think is like, um, you know, we're sort of like, well, it's a beginning tool, you know, like it's a, you know, you just, you learn it. It's one of the first tools you learn. So, you know, <laughs> not, really that potent, not that important. Yeah. And, and I forget about it all the time myself, you know, but since I've become an X-Men facilitator and since I facilitate a lot of X-Men classes and a lot of X-Men, um, I it's more in my world because it's it's really like the golden tool for X-Men because you 
you know, X-Men are just aware, 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 aware times a godzillion of so many things, you know, and so many people. And that's one of our greatest capacities that nobody talks to us about. And so then it becomes all this, like it, all this wrongness, you know? Um, so it's like, to me, like one of the things of just like one of the greatest freedoms has been recognizing that I'm always aware like I'm still aware, I'm even more aware, I'm even more aware, and I'm even more aware, you know? And and none of it's actually mine. Like what's going on with my body? Gee, I wonder if this is mine. Oh, no, it's not, okay. You know, and watching it work in this, and I would say like one of the things about the tool too is like you actually have to be willing for it to work. You know, I, I always say like no access tools work without your choice behind them right? If you're not actually choosing to have something be different, then the tool, you could use the tool that you want, it's not going to work, right? So you have to, so, it, but it's like, so you can use it and go, like, you might be in this, you know, big, huge pile of poo, you know, and if you're willing to ask one little question like that, who does this belong to? Or also a great one is, is it mine, which is slightly different, but also, can be great for X-Men because you don't really care who it belongs to, you know? Um, but you can, if you're willing to go to ask that one question and have your whole universe change and the poo is gone like that, then it can work, you know? And sometimes maybe you have to ask it a few times or whatever, but it's like the magic and miraculousness of all the tools, it, they can work that quickly, but we have to be willing to change that fast. And I also add to that, like when I first heard this question, so it's a question, right? And yeah. you know, you if you take a bars class, you you it's in the, your bars class, or maybe someone says to you sometime, you know, hey, do you know, like ninety nine percent of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions don't belong to you. You're just picking them up from your environment. You're like a psychic SpongeBob. Mm -hmm. And like we can say, like people say, like I know I'm empathic. I know I'm psychic. But knowing it and also like saying it and knowing it are like two different things and so so when i was first given this question like who does this belong to i didn't know that it worked i didn't have like my mind didn't like comprehend that asking a question question could actually change like a bodily experience for me or yeah. change me wanting to cry into me having space so i didn't have like a cognitive like oh figure out like this this is how it works yeah. I, what I did is I was willing to try it because I was desperate and I was willing to try anything. Yeah. And and I'd also like, you know, if you told me like stand on your head, swirl around three times, like, and you'll feel better, I would have done it. <laughs> like, I was just like, totally. give me anything. Like, yeah. So, so I walked away with the question. Rach said, like, who's that person? Okay, I'm going to give this as I went out in the world and at the time I was going to AA and I'd go into an AA meeting and I'd be feeling really happy and light and then with the meeting I would start dipping, you know? And so when I'd go to the meeting, okay, and I'd start to feel, ooh, I shouldn't I shouldn't be really happy right now because other people are sad. And then I'd go, who does that belong to? Return to sender. And then someone else would talk and I'd start to feel really heavy. And I'd go, okay, who does that belong to? Return to sender. And my mind was like, what the fuck are you doing? This is stupid, you know? My mind was trying out a whole time to get me to stop, 
to judge it. But I was like, no, I don't listen to my head. I don't listen to that stuff. I kept asking, who does it belong to? I did it for three days. I'll never forget the space it gave me and the ease. And after that, I couldn't deny anymore how psychic I really was and how much I was picking up around me. That's, yeah, that's so cool. What a gift, right? Because then you're like, because when you when you get that, in a way like that where you're like, okay, I can't deny this anymore. Now you've, now you're in a position where you can start to explore the brilliance of that, the capacities of that, like how you can actually use that to create something greater and different and miraculous and all of that, you know, but as long as you don't like, one of my favorite Dane here quotes is what you don't acknowledge doesn't exist. And if you don't acknowledge how psychic you are, it does basically doesn't exist. You're at the effect of it, you know, and you can't be like, cool, this is part of my brilliance now. How can I use this in the world to be even more dynamic and creative and, you know, all of that than I've ever been and then everybody else is willing to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Cause it was like, you're walking around and you're not acknowledging how psychic you are. And then you're just taking on everyone else's trauma, drama, upset. Yeah. And at the effect of it, like your, your life is being controlled by this stuff. Mm -hmm. Totally. You know, and we, so I've been doing it for three days. Um, I just, yesterday was the third day. I think yeah, I started it on Sunday. I'm going to keep going. Um, but, um, it's been so cool because, you know, you there's also just like the thing of um, when you um, are the seaplanes really loud. Can you hear <laughs> there's seaplanes going? Okay. <laughs> um, when you um, uh, when you have a big jump in awareness. So, you know, a lot of people like take access consciousness classes or just like use the tools a lot or maybe you listen to a lot of podcasts or videos or whatever. So uh, the more you're engaging with the tools, the more aware you become. And if you take a class, especially like, you're gonna have a huge jump in awareness from that, you know, and you may not recognize that or you may, but, but what happens is then, so it's like, there's this sort of like zone of what you're willing to acknowledge you're aware of and, and that isn't yours, right? And it's kind of like this where you're like, yeah, I know that's not mine, that's not mine, that's not mine you kind of get used to it, whatever. And then you have this huge jump in awareness, right? From using the tools, playing, choosing, whatever. Now all of a sudden the zone of what you're aware of gets way bigger, you know? And so the stuff that you're aware of gets way more, you know? And so it's after you have a big change, do a big class or just have like a big jump in awareness, it's a really, really good time to do it again. Cause all of a sudden there's more information in your world and you don't, you haven't recognized yet that it's not yours. Um, and it's been so cool for me just to, um, cause I haven't done it as like a three day thing in a, a quite a while. Um, and I've had so much change lately and it's just been so cool to see just like the space really it's that's been the biggest gift is just the space that's showing up from it it's like oh man because there's things that like i've i've been having a lot of fun just using the tool and saying that question um even when i don't even think there's anything going on in my head you know like 
it's it, it's one thing when you're like, oh, trauma, drama. Who's this? Is it mine? Da, da, da. But it's another when you're just like, I'm like, there's nothing really going on in my head, but I'm still going to ask the question and still going to receive the space that it creates, you know? And, and so when you take it out of the cognitive and into the energetic even more, it's, I've just been noticing how my body changes and my whole experience of the world has become so different. It's been really cool. That's really great. Cause you don't actually have to wait until things are bad and awful to ask who does this belong to. Yeah. Like, like you said, it's just like asking it throughout the day. And there is the, who does it belong to access consciousness app and it's free. Mm -hmm. You can download it. And like it sets remind, you can set a reminder and pings you every 15 or 30 minutes, whatever you want. And when I've done that a couple of times, it'll ping me. And when I, when I get the ping, I'm like, Oh, there's nothing going on in my head though. You know? But like you said, it's like the tool's already working. You don't have to like have a problem. You can just create more space, more ease. Yeah, even <laughs> with nothing in your head, there can be even more nothing in your head, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, I love that. Cool. <laughs> like, uh, you, you chose the three days who does it belong to for a reason. You're getting space, now what, you know? And that's why like a lot of us like we'll do it and then we'll stop doing it because we have to go back and create some problem as a reason to use the questions again, <laughs> you know? Totally. It's like, oh, I need to use the tools, but I can't do it unless I'm being tortured by my yeah. own awareness. <laughs> yeah. So what was your experience, Heather, when you did first hear this question? Like, what, like, how did you use it? How did you play with it? Like, did you reject it? Did you receive it? Like, back when you were a newbie a long time ago? What, you know, I think I might have rejected it more. Like, I, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's not mine. I get it. You know, I don't know that I ever, like, I think it was a while before I actually was like, I'm going to do it for three days, you yeah. know, like, and actually see what occurs, you know. Um, and, you know, one of the things we've been talking about lately is this whole being a traitor to this reality thing, you know, and that's been really in my world, too, as I've been playing with it this week. And I would say, like, maybe perhaps why I wasn't willing to choose it in the beginning and just run with it. Um is because when you have that level of space and then you're like, oh, and I'm gonna have even more space just because I can, you know, it's like, that's, you're being a traitor to the rules and the regulations of this reality. You know, you're you're literally like, um, what you're being, where you're like, well, trauma drama is not my reality. Thoughts, feelings, and emotions, not my reality. I mean, that's, that's huge. Like that in and of itself. Like I don't, I don't do thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Okay. You're definitely a traitor to this reality. You're going to be called, you know, sociopathic and dumb and you know, all these things. Right. Um, so it's, it's also just that willingness to be so different that you're like, Oh, that's somebody's story and it's not relevant to me. It's not mine. It's not even probably theirs. You know, who does it belong to? Actually nobody. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, when I first started using this tool, who does it belong to? I got like I kept getting my mother for a lot of things, you know, and I'd be like then I'd like get pissed, you know, that I'd taken on so much points of views from my mother. And then I realized it's actually not relevant to who it comes from, you know. Like not stop blaming your mother, like you no. chose her, you know. Like, and that's why I love the question, is it mine? And I give that a lot to X-Men because 
when and when an X-Men, sometimes when an X-Men asks who does this belong to, they start to download all these people and universes, you know, because X-Men are very Water, fast, very well. Great grammar, they're all the females in the family, like. Yeah, but it's more like, you know, like it, you can't even say yeah. the names because it's so fast, you know, yeah. it's just the sense of like, all these universes now in your world, you know. So asking, is it mine? It's just like, oh no, the answer is just no. <laughs> you know, I don't care who it is. It's not mine. It's not mine. Yeah. yeah. It's just the acknowledgement of that. So it, and I like that too. I actually do prefer it. Is this mine? Because yeah. it's just so quick. The who does it belong to? Is this? So we have different ways of asking this question for people who are new and haven't heard of this before. It's like you can ask, who does it for any thought, feeling, or emotion that comes into your world? even bodily feeling, like feeling nausea, feeling angry, whatever it is, you ask, who does this belong to? And then you can say, is this mine, someone else, or something else? Mm -hmm. And then you just return to sender with consciousness attached. Yeah. Sometimes the something else can be the art requiring a contribution, mm -hmm. um, and you can gift energy to the art. So a lot of times I get something else. Um, and for me, then movement is really helpful for me, moving energy and getting out in the art um and then you know there's something else there's more to there's something else too but you yeah. got to do more classes to find yeah. out about that. <laughs> totally well you know it's funny i i and this is one of the things i've been reminded this week in using the tool is like how much it applies even when you think that's not the tool that you like you're you're sort of like you might be like well this is probably this issue so i'm going to use this tool you know which <laughs> is when you get kind of have a lot of tools sometimes we go you know we're not as much in question you know um so another great question is what is this what's one of my favorite questions because it's just so open-ended you know yeah um but um uh where was i going with that um oh i you know like just that's been the cool thing about just asking it just being committed to just asking it even if i wouldn't normally think to do it and then you get all this awareness and one of the um it's just when you were talking about bodies and someone else something else i um um i remember in um in costa rica um so we go to this place in costa rica up on the volcano and it's a very very windy road and um and the drive is you know windy and bumpy and whatever and um I would occasionally get kind of nauseous on that road. And then I just started asking this question and it's not even something you would necessarily think, you know, you might be like, oh, you know, what does my body require? I mean, there's just a zillion tools and that's the cool thing you use, whatever it changes or it doesn't. And then you go on, you use something else. But um, I remember asking that question, like as we drove on this road and just the nausea just went away you know? Um, so it's just so cool how you never know what's going to work. And, and if you stay open to, and I would say like the starting point in a way of this tool is that you, like you said in the beginning, I mean, it's like 99% of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions, 99.9999999, you know, are not yours, you know? So it's always, probably going to do something, you know, <laughs> to ask it. And if it doesn't, then, okay, cool. Do something else. Use another tool. I love that. And, and 
So but can we just look at the first second? Because you you touched on something earlier and I was like, oh, what is that? So like, you know, when when you give people this tool and like you said at the start, you were like, oh, yeah, I know it's not mine. And you just kind of like, I got yeah. that already. But there's like, but they're not really. But then that's the exact, at the same time, then that person will come to you a day later and be like, I've got nausea or I've got this thing. And you're like, is it yours? And so what is that? Like, what is our absolute refusal to like, Like we say we know we're psychic, but do we really know? <laughs> And do we really want to know? Yeah, well, I would say that it's part of that kind of traitor to this reality energy. And it's like acknowledging how different you are, how aware you are, how spacious you are when you're actually being you. Um, That's, and I, I see this a lot because I facilitate X-Men classes. It's like the choice, even like the choice to take a class, you know, yeah. um, the choice to take one of those classes is a choice to actually be different and to acknowledge the difference that you be. Um, and, and a lot of people, like I watch people go, yes, no, yeah, huh, 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 you know, and it's, you can perceive this thing in the world where they're like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm willing to be that different, that aware, that psychic. Oh, yeah. You just answered a question in my world today because it's like I've been looking at that as well. Like, um, you know, I have people and they come and they do foundation classes and then they don't come back. Like they don't get their bars run. And basically when you get your bars run, it's like the who does it belong to for your mind. Mm -hmm. Like getting your bars run is like deleting all the things that you've been taking on that are not yeah. yours. Yeah. So you do have that energy that Heather's talking about, like that space, that ease, that relaxation, where everything comes to you with ease. And I and I notice like people keep saying, oh, I want to come for bars, but they don't. And they create something to not come for a bars exchange. Like mm -hmm. they create a situation. I can't come tonight. I can't. And I look at it. I'm like, well, you know, it's like this refusal to receive the ease mm -hmm. or you can receive a little bit of ease, but not too much. And that's that piece yeah. that like, are you willing to be that different? Yeah. And, and truly like a traitor to this reality and to the people in your life, because what happens also when you're, when you're that much space, when you're willing to be that much space, people in your life are like, where did you go? You know, they're like, you're not, I can't, I can't grab a hold of you anymore, you know? And I'll, sometimes depends on who's in your life and what that's like, but it's like a lot of times people in your life will then turn up the judgments because what, you know, relationships in this reality are all about control and people using judgment to control each other. So you stay right here, I'm here and you stay, you're here and I need you to stay right here so that my world doesn't get too upset, you know? Like I can stay, like I am, if you stay like you are and everybody don't, nobody move, you know? <laughs> everybody stay really solid. Exactly. Don't ask does it belong to or get your buyers run because you will become lighter and happier and then I'm going to have to fucking change. And then, yeah, and then you're like, you're this element of like space and movement and consciousness and they're like, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, trying to grab you, stop you, bring you back in and, and so then what a lot of people do is they'll they'll turn up their judgments of you mm -hmm. or their need of you or they'll create problems and rope you in or you'll create problems to rope you in you know where we go oh no but this is this is the comfortable zone in which we operate 
And, you know, again, as long as nobody moves, it's okay. We're going to be okay, you know, but that's actually not the case. No, um, look at our world, people. Yeah. I mean, doing so well. <laughs> I mean, this, this thing, you know, this, like, you stay there, I stay here, nobody move. You can see how right now that's what the world is trying to do. Yeah. And it's like not working. And then the world is like, well, let's just do more control. And then it's yeah. like, oh, it's still not working. Okay, well, let's just do more control yeah. and more control, you know? And when you like sort of pop out of that and you're like, okay, well, y'all have fun. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm not going to do trauma drama. I'm going to be space. Yeah. I can have ease, joy, and glory, you know? Even in the face so, of insanity. Yeah. Yeah. It's like people are like, wait, you can't. And you're like, well, Yes, I can. <laughs> I can and uh, I will. For me, um, you know, access and the who does it belong to too and getting your bars run, like it allowed me to start being what I had in my head that I knew was possible, but I couldn't really be it. You know, like I read all the Eckhart Tolle books and the power of now and being the observer. And like and and, and it made so much sense to me, like, and I wanted to do and be what he was talking about, but I couldn't. Because I was like, like you said, I was like solid and not moving. So nobody else was offended by me. But when I became more space, it was like, I just became the observer. And it's like, oh, oh, this was never my movie. I'm just like in a bad movie. Okay. You know, and sometimes the movie's kind of funny and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's really bad, but it's not my movie. Like, and I became so much more the observer and I really, cause I just like, using even the who does it belong to tool in the meetings I went to the AA meetings really brought me like to be space and I could observe everyone and I wasn't like in their worlds anymore and I think that's what you talk about with the unit with the x-men it's like an x-men is so like can tap into everyone else's universe and if you don't have this question you'll think everyone else's universe is yours I mean that's what causes you know all of these um you know, psychological, psychiatric diagnoses. Um, and we have this two-day X-Men class that it's called Disabilities or Abilities. And it go, it actually has a manual that is full of information about all these different diagnoses, but both ADD, ADHD, OCD, autism, and then a whole lot more. And you look at it and it's like, this is this capacity, this wrongness in this reality is this capacity. And it's not like a recipe or a cookie cutter you know it's just the the starting point of a conversation about everything that you thought was wrong about you is strong you know um but it's interesting to see because if you're that aware and you have no idea that it's just your awareness and because the thing is you can't make your awareness go away like it's who you be like that is your being you know you cannot make it go away so but in this reality, none of that's recognized as awareness. And so people are trying to make it go away, but you can't because it's who you are as a being, you know? And so then it's like, well, let's define it and let's medicate it and let's manage it and let's drink on it, it, drug on it. <laughs> What's that? Drink on it, drug on yeah, it. Exactly. Let's, let's on it. numb it, you know, and which is a huge part of addiction. Like yeah. let's numb it down so that we can actually, you know, so that I don't, I'm numb, you know, or yeah. whether it's, you know, recreational drugs or, you know, um, pharmaceutical prescription, yeah. you know, um, but it's, it's like, so, but there's no escaping it because that's who you be. So when you go, okay, cool. All of that's the lie. 
And all of that is like the intensity and immensity of my awareness. Now, if I don't have to be at the effect of any of it and I can get into the curiosity of, you know, what is actually right about me and what is the brilliance here? And then you start to use it. And then you're like creation. And, you know, you were talking about business. It's like, that's one of the things I love about business is just being like, you know, just all these moving parts and the play of it and the energy and the, you know, and bodies too, like all of it. It's like, Oh, all this information, all these energies, all this awareness coming in all the time. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's very dynamic instead of overwhelming and crippling. I love it. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what these tools can actually change for you. Yeah. You know, you go from like crippled by other people's thoughts, feelings, and emotions, thinking they're yours to actually using this as a capacity to create multiple businesses, you know, have joy with body, travel, do what's fun, have a great fun relationship, like have, have the best of this reality. And beyond. And beyond. Yeah. And beyond. And beyond. Yeah. So Heather, um, is is the group still open? The who does it belong to thing? Are you still going with that, or how is that working? Yeah, you know, I and the group is actually it's just a Telegram chat that we've had for a long time, just for my creations and yeah. stuff. So, um, it's been open for I don't know maybe a year or whatever. But um, we just kind of brought the conversation there for people that want to play. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna keep going with it. Um. I, I've been making videos every day. I don't know if I'll keep doing videos every day, but like we'll play with it. We'll keep playing with it. And I may um, also, I'd like to do an interesting point of view challenge because that's the other, these are two to me. I was like, I want to do like a year of interesting point of view. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so these are like the two, you know, mega tools, I would say. Yeah. Um, if you live as that, like the space of both of them, you're, you can create anything, be anything, have anything, change anything. So, yeah. So yeah, it's in short. And it, the, if you go heathernichols.com slash telegram, it'll take you to the telegram chat. Um, and again, it's not just for who does this belong to, like we put other stuff in there, but, um, but it's a place. Where and then do you have yeah. any X-Men classes? Cause we talked a little uh, good, like we talked a nice bit about X-Men today. So if you have any X-Men classes coming up, I do actually, um, on Friday, on Friday okay. and Saturday. Yeah. I'm doing a, um, a two day disabilities or abilities X-Men class. Um, and then I'm really excited. I don't do this all the time, but, um, Sunday following it with a sex and bodies class, which is one of my classes that I've created and having the X-Men conversation and then going into the sex and bodies conversation and um, just really playing with X-Men bodies and X-Men with sex. That's one of my favorite topics. Um, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah, and that's online too. It's live in uh, Seattle, Seattle and, and online. Okay, Zoom, yeah. and you can find her at www.headernicholas.com. Nichols, N I C H O L S. I have it in the comments anyway. It's cool. Awesome. Well, for joining me. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Really fun. Amazing. All right, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Dance to Oneness podcast. 
If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe. If you'd like to know more about what I have to offer, you can find me at www.amyshine.net.